Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham. And today we have a special guest, Jason Priest. He is the founder of Dad Bod Help, has a Facebook group called Discussions with Dad. Uh, but most importantly, he's a friend of mine. He's actually my trainer. I've been working with him for over two and a half years. A lot of really good stuff on health, mindset, um, you know, how to get those type of things in place so that you can be the best business person, salesperson, entrepreneur you can be. Uh, this is a must-listen-to episode. Enjoy it. It's going to be such a blast. Hey, Jason. Thanks again for uh, being on my podcast. I've already heard the intro and everything, but for my listeners that haven't really gotten to know you as well, um, I did mention that you know I've worked with you for probably about two and a half years. Tell us a little bit about dot, Dad Bod Health and kind of where you came from and how you got to you know helping men all around the world. Yeah, man. So uh, where I came from was uh, I guess I'll take it back and just start with the ICU. I don't want to go back all the way to my my troubled past. I'll, we, we won't go down that road. I've talked about that a lot. I'll start kind of what what inspired where we're at now. Uh, you know, and, and so as a company, we, we're, we're still evolving, you know, and I think that's, I think that's the holds true with most businesses, right? You don't, uh, when, when I first, when I first started this thing, uh, looking back, there, it is, it is a complete 180 of where we were at before. And so uh, I'm excited about our future, but, but where I came from is the ICU. And I saw a lot of, a lot of people die. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that was, uh, that that stuck with me and resonated me with which is crazy is because I, I went through my health journey after that after my mom passed away so I'll get into that in a second but I worked in the ICU for six years and uh, six years in the ICU is uh, it takes a toll on you I was young at the time I was 23 when I started uh, started in the ICU uh, so still very immature at that point in my life I had no business taking care of and saving people's lives but that's what I was doing at that time and so uh, it, it really resonated with me for a long time and it stuck with me. Um, but while I was in, while I was working in the ICU, my mom passed away. She was uh, 49. I was 25 at the time. And uh, I started to go through a, a very dark time in my life, man. My, like my mom was my best friend at the time. And uh, not at the time she was my best friend and uh, we had a great relationship. And, you know, the reality is, is uh, everybody goes through that at some point. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it hurt. Uh, and so I, uh, I, I finally, after, after probably four or five years of just staying stuck, finally decided to take my health seriously. And I started to realize how good and how well our bodies are designed to feel. And when I started to get that feeling, I started to be inspired to, to help others feel that way and, and, mm -hmm. and approach life in a, in a sustainable way, right? Nobody wants to counting calories. Nobody wants counting macros. Nobody wants to be overwhelmed by, uh, following fad diets, uh, six weeks to six pack abs. People see through that BS. And so I wanted to come from a place where, hey, man, like we can help you get healthy. We, we can help you become a better man, a better leader, a better father. Uh, and now that's coming out in a lot of more of our messaging now. It's like we're, we're transitioning to away from just health to, to helping these guys become better men. And that's really what it's all about. Um, and so we're seeing some, some awesome stories. We've got a guy right now who's down 200 pounds in, mm -hmm. in under 11 months, uh, which is insanity. Um, but all of our guys are crushing it, man. And, and we've built a, we've built an awesome community an awesome brotherhood. Uh, and it's just fun. It's I'm, I'm living out my, my purpose. Uh, and I'm, and that's why I'm here today talking to you, man. So, yeah, no, no, I appreciate that. And like I yeah. said, in the intro, I think I've been working with you for two, two and a half years now. And I've seen like the transition and the growth and everything. Um, so, but for people like, cause this is about, you know, people breaking the six figure barrier and all. And sure. one of the things that I think people miss, especially in the grind culture is taking care of their health. No doubt. So what would be some steps for, and it could be for guys or girls, cause both listen to this podcast. And I know you focus on men, but what would be some key steps that you would just say, Hey, starting out, for entrepreneurs, salespeople, they're just always grinding, grinding, going, going to start, you know, addressing their health. Well, let me just take it a step back and just tell you when I started my, my journey, uh, I, I wasn't taking care of myself in terms of stress management, dude. I, I let it get a hold of me. I was doing the grind, 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 and I beat myself down for a while. My wife even started making comments because I got too thin and like I, I was too lean 
I got down to like 168. My normal weight is about 176. That's where about mm-hmm. that's where I'm normally healthiest, 176, 178. Dude, I got down to 168. And uh, I mean, yeah, my the, the six pack was raging, but dude, she was like, You're uh, you look too skinny. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no god, when the wife's telling you that, it's yeah. like shit, I need to I need to <laughs> I make need some to do skin. something. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, I get it. I totally understand the, the, the grind your life away lifestyle. I do. And I, 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 it pains me to think that there are, there are people in the entrepreneurial space that are very, very big names that preach the, you can sleep when you die mentality. And it, it pisses me off because mm-hmm. you're literally taking years off your life when you don't make your health a priority. Uh, you know, and, and, and nobody wants to build an empire only to, to give it all back to, to doctors and hospitals. That's the right. thing is like, You've got to realize that on a grander scale, like, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're getting a few extra hours a day in, but you know, at the end of the day, man, like it's, it's not worth, um, you know, it's not worth the, the, you know, the risk that it, that comes along with that to live that lifestyle very long. And so, uh, so that I wanted to preface what I'm about to say with that, because it's important to realize that this is not a, you know, yeah, you can get away with it short term, right? Like you, uh, you can do it for a few months, maybe you can do it for a few years, but eventually it's going to catch up to you. Um, and so somebody that went from, you know, I, I came from a dark place. I, I uh, took on a lot of debt to start business and I was on a you know, really, really mission to, uh, to, to get myself to a place where I'm comfortable and, and doing well. And uh, it, it's not easy. So I totally get it from that side. But, um, you know, some tips and, and really just a, a place to start is you have to realize uh, most people are, are very good at making excuses. We've got a, a culture right now uh, that is filled with uh, obesity, it's filled with negativity, and it's filled with screen time, and it's filled with media-driven nonsense, and people are in a dark place, man. We've been in a lonely place, so it's it's not just it's not just the grind lifestyle, but it's also the the environment that's also that's that's leading to a lot of health issues and a lot of people just uh, ignoring their health. Hopefully, with this virus and and seeing that COVID and obesity don't mix, people yeah. have uh, started to take it more seriously. But the reality is, man, is Number one is, is prioritize sleep. Like most people are looking for sexy. Here's the thing is like sleep and stress management are at least as important, if not more important than fitness and nutrition. Like we are what we eat. No one can argue that, but I'm saying on a, on a day-to-day basis, like if you don't, if you don't get good quality sleep and you don't manage your stress, you're headed nowhere. Like it is going to be a long road ahead. I don't care if you eat healthy and work out all the time. If your sleep, your sleep is shit and your stress management is terrible, you're not going to get anywhere. And so most, most men, especially don't prioritize these things. And most people want to look past that. They're looking for the fad diet. They're looking for the sexy. They want the, the six weeks to six pack abs. And that's why people, you know, throw in the towel Dude, just take it simple at a time and prioritize sleep. Number one, you start getting better sleep and making sleep a, a consistent pattern in your life. It will have a trickle down effect with the rest of all the rest of your health habits, right? Make that priority number one, and then start to build from there. You can't build the house without building the foundation first. Right. And yep. most people are looking past that. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Because like, I know I used to be, well, you know, I've been in sales for years and used to be in that grind, do it, yeah. do it, do it, all this. And then uh, when I met with you guys and all, and I found out, you know, sleeping six to eight hours a night works for me. So like my average is seven to eight hours minimum. Um, and, all. and before I was doing like three, five, one, yeah. well, not one, but like three to five, yeah, like, yeah, and that's yeah. just not good. And you're like, oh, if I just do a little bit more work, but in reality, if you get your sleep right, and then you get your focus right, you're able to get a lot more done because you're not tired or pounding energy drinks or all the other crap with that. Well, let me tell you this too. And here's something for, especially for the entrepreneurs out there, not necessarily the employed people, um, but there's this, this myth that it all has to be done. Like that at, if you're not waking up at 4am, like you're somehow doing life wrong. Like you, you see all these people like 5am club, where are you at? Right. If you <laughs> don't, don't get sucked into this mentality, man, like I'm not the 5am club. I'm the 7am club because I got to get up and take my son to school. Like I'm prioritizing sleep. Mm-hmm. And if you're in control of your own schedule, like don't listen to somebody else tell you how life is supposed to be lived so many people get carried away with this like i most people will will agree like especially business owners out there most most business owners will will agree that you've probably got at most 
four hours of like really highly focused work in you a day. Like yep. most people can't, can't work more than that. Right. And it's gotta be spaced out a little bit. Like if you do four straight hours, you're going to get up and, and that's probably the end of your day. Most days, some days mm -hmm. you can get that momentum going and go a little bit harder than that, but that's the reality. And so, uh, you know, people, people make excuses. They want to watch Netflix. They want to scroll their phone. They don't want to go to bed on time, man. That's it's literally pick a bedtime. That's going to give you enough time to sleep when you're normally going to wake up. If you don't want to be in the 5 a.m. club and you can be in the 6 a.m. club, well, go to bed at 10. Like, make the goal to be to in bed by 10 so that you can at least come close to sleeping eight hours. If you don't sleep eight hours and you start waking up at seven, well, maybe that's your sweet spot, but at least give your body a chance to, to get the amount of sleep that it needs. Most people won't do it. They won't commit to it. They think, again, it's the sexy stuff. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think it's finding the balance of what works for you because, like, I do all my workouts in the afternoon. I've tried to get up in the morning and do the morning routine. And for me, it doesn't work, but I have found I can be consistent doing it. I get off work at four, five to six. My wife knows I do my one workout and I might do a walk later on in the evening or something like that. But just finding that balance for you is key. I'm not a morning workout guy. I've tried to force it before. And could I, could I become a morning workout guy? Maybe if I change that mentality, uh, and said, you know what, I'm going to become a morning workout guy. And I started pounding that into my head. Could I then become a morning guy? Sure. But I like how I have it set up. It works for my life. I like to split my day up with my workout. Mm -hmm. I work out somewhere around 1130 to 1230, somewhere in there. And then for about an hour, you know, and, I, and that's usually what my goal for the day is to get all my work done before I go to the gym. And then after, after the gym, like, if I have a little bit more work, because I got to pick up my son now, like I walk, I, I got to, my son goes to school right up the street. So I mm -hmm. walk down there, get him, and uh, we're home by 3.15 and, or 3.10. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, like, okay, well, what do we do now? Now talking to me, it's very hard for me to get focused on work again. If I got to get this guy snacks, if I got to do <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff. And so my goal is to get my day done before I go to the gym. And I love to split my day up. So it just works for me. And I, and I agree, you've got to, you've got to find what works best for you. Most people are trying to, to, to follow somebody else's schedule, somebody else's morning routine, create your own life so that you can live your best life, right? Like, don't, yes, it's about discipline and accountability, but if it works for you, it's not, a, it, that's not an excuse. You're, you're not, uh, you're not making excuses because you're not going to get up at 5 a.m. every day. You've found something that works good. You're getting your shit done and you move on, right? Live your best life. And, and that's really, uh, something that I've had to, to learn over the years, man, because I used to try to force it. I was, I was the man, why can't I get up at 5am and like get all this done? I just, mm -hmm. it's nonsense, man. Figure out what works best for you. Yeah. And you said a few key points there that I think a lot of people miss. You really are productive for four hours a day. I found in my sales job, I work less hours now and I make more when I do my right. side business, I have a set time and I'm focused hundred percent, but in that time and in that moment, you know, and then, like you said, with prioritizing sleep and making it your day, yep, everyone's yep. different. It's not going to be perfect for anyone one way or the other. Um, no, and that's the thing is, is you here, we, we have practice over the years of finding what works best for us. Those people who are in growth mode and not, not in a fixed mindset and are actually trying to figure out, Hey, like doing some, some self-assessments, right? Some, some self-evaluations to realize, all right, well, I'm more productive during this time, or I'm more productive during this time. Most people just coast through life, but if you're going to really optimize your health and optimize your life, you got to figure out what's going to be optimal for each category, right? For me, I do best if I try to, if, if, if I get some kind of meditation in daily, if I mm -hmm. miss that, I feel, I feel something missing in my brain. Right. And you got to figure out some people don't like to force meditation and I get it. It's not for everybody. Some people do fine without it, but for me, it, it helps me tremendously. And I think everyone could benefit from it, but that's, mm -hmm. I'm not preaching that. I'm just saying like that we do teach that inside of our private programs because yeah. Uh, of the of the power of the, that it has on the mind man like it's just a it's a great practice for for anybody that needs stress management in their life however um you know it's it's one of those things that you have to 
not force things, but, but be diligent about things to figure out right, where am I best going to fit this into my day. For me, that little morning routine, it's about a 15-minute-ish routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is perfect for me. And when I miss it, like I said, I feel empty, right? And so there's that. It's kind of like exercise. When I miss exercise, uh, if, I, if I skip a week of workouts, uh, I'm not going to feel my best. I'm not going to, I'm going to feel run down. I'm going to feel lagged down. Uh, I don't understand how people aren't inspired or motivated by those types of feelings, right? When you eat healthy food, you feel mm-hmm. good. When you eat healthy food, your gut works. You feel yep. good. When you eat healthy food, you have better focus. You have more fuel and energy throughout the day. You know, why is that feeling not addictive for, uh, you know, a, an addictive feeling for, for more people? That's what I can't understand. It's like most people don't realize how well the body is designed to feel. And when you start to feel those things, uh, that should be enough to, to keep repeating those things. Uh, unfortunately uh that's psychology that i don't know the answer to so well and i think a lot of it comes down to people are so used to their norm so they'll say they want to get in shape but they haven't hit the wall to really where they want to get in shape. because you know my story a little bit when i went to disney and saw the pictures i'm like crap i need to fix this yeah um but up until then dude i was drinking mountain dew i was pounding monsters i was eating crap and I wasn't like, I'm a small frame guy. So, I mean, I was big for me, but if someone looked at me like, oh no, he's in decent shape. I wasn't yeah. in good shape, but you know, we make excuses for ourselves or we'll get and look online. Oh, I can just go get something like a shot and Krispy Kreme will give me two donuts and then I'm good. And then reality, like I mentioned this with tons of times, success is boring. It's doing the right things over and over again to get the right results. It's the same thing with working out and eating right. If you, like you preach, if you eat right for, 80 to 90% of the week, and then you do your workouts, you're going to see a change. And then if you have like a cheat meal, whatever you call it on the weekend, it's not as big of a deal. The problem, it seems like if anyone wants to eat like crap for 90% of the time, do 10% work and want results that they're never going to get. Uh, people want easy. And you said yeah. the, the thing about the shot and the Krispy Kreme. Here's the yeah. thing, man. Like, that's what we're calling health. Like, that's you know, the, the vaccine is, is supposed to make you healthy, that people want the easy way out. You know, you got, uh, again, uh, COVID and obesity don't mix, right? But no. we've got these, these influencer campaigns pushing this vaccine on everybody, but we're not talking about the core, the core problem here. We're not talking, everybody blasted Michelle Obama's like change the lunch. Do you remember that? They, yep, they I remember. changed the lunch campaign. They're like, mm-hmm. oh no, like, what are you, some kind of Nazi? And now look where we're at. Like we have a, a 42% obesity rate or something nuts yeah, like that. Crazy. This is, this is a epidemic that's, that's going to destroy our country long-term. It's, it's already killing millions of people. Like it's, it's, this is not, uh, this is not going away. It's an eyesore on our, uh, on our country. We're the fattest nation, dude. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's not, that's embarrassing, you know, and now we've got all this other stuff happening and I, yeah, I won't go too political, but the reality is, dude, this stuff needs to be talked about. Like, why are we why are we talking about the vaccine, the being the, the health push here? Why aren't we telling more people to lose weight? Why aren't we telling more people to eat healthy, yep. to sleep more, to get out and do some exercise, to help to go out and get some sunlight and get some natural, some some vitamin D in your life? Uh, make make your health a priority so that you can fight this off because eventually everyone's going to get the virus anyway. Surprise. That's how viruses work. Yep. Uh, eventually everyone will get it. So why, if you've been preaching health for the last 18 months, wearing your mask and pushing the vaccine, but you haven't been making your health a priority and you're 50 pounds overweight, uh, you are the last person to be talking about health because you could have fixed it by now. If you were that scared, you should have been working on you because you could have fixed that problem by now. We've got guys, like I said, uh, the, it's a rarity that somebody loses 200 pounds in 11 months. I get mm-hmm. it. But you can lose, le- you can lose 100 pounds in a year. Uh, that's been yeah. done quite a few times, new, over and over and over again. So it's no excuse. And if you're not working on your health and making yourself a priority, uh, you can't tell me that you're scared of this thing. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Um, the focus needs to be on health, nutrition, doing the right things, pushing that type of stuff. If someone wants to get a vaccine, great. If they don't, great. Yeah, yeah, you do care. you. But, right, 100%. but don't be like, oh, you're horrible while you're eating McDonald's because you got a free burger because you did something. You got a free, you got the jab, so you got a free burger. They were, um, yeah, th- th- well, there's there's all kinds of, I've seen donuts, I've seen burgers, I've seen um, I've seen a uh, uh, big sugar-filled Slurpee drink. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous, man. And like, that's where we're at as a country. We're, we're rewarding people with high sugar, high carb, fat loaded foods, 
to, to take a vaccine. And, and that's, that's, it's bribery at the, mm-hmm. at the sickest level. Like, what is this? So. I, well, I just I think it, honestly, and, and not to heart, but I almost think it's wrong because you're giving them a false sense of hope. And in reality, if you said, hey, cool, yes, this will help, but you need to exercise, you need to eat right, you need to take care of your None health. Of that. Because, no disclosure and they was don't ever talk made about it at all. Yeah. Because it's about money, dude. And big yeah. pharma is going to lose money. It doesn't pay to have a healthy nation. And that's what people, uh, you know, that's where we're at right now. And it's sad because it's, a, it's all about the bottom line and big pharma loses all these elites lose, right? Like that's what, that's how it works. And the reality is, is it doesn't pay to have a, a healthy nation. Um, if we had a healthy nation, that industry is in the dumps and that's a, that's a big money-making industry. Um, and so I, I saw this, uh, I saw this story and I think I put it, I put it on one of my, I can't remember if I put it in an Instagram story, Facebook story, but I saw this thing uh, that, that, I think it was from, I don't know if it was from France or the UK or something. It was a this banker guy that said uh, that was talking about how cyclists, because like over there, you know, everything is close together, right? Yep. So you can, you can ride your bike. Like if you live in a town and you work close to home, you can te- technically ride your bike all the time uh, and never need a car, right? And so mm-hmm. it's different than, than here. And so he was talking about how a cyclist uh, doesn't add anything to the GDP, the gross domestic product, gross domestic, gross domestic product. Right. Uh, when you don't, when you have a cyclist who doesn't use any gas, doesn't have a car that needs service, he's healthy, he doesn't need medical help, um, he literally doesn't contribute at all uh, to their financial uh, b- bottom line, right? And so that person essentially is a worthless person to the GDP of the country. Um, and that is a sick way to look at things, yeah. but that's, that's what we're, what we're doing right now. Like it's, it doesn't reward us to have, to, to have good health because of that. Uh, it's a sad, sad thing, man. I, I just, I don't know. It's sick to me. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's crazy. Cause I think you almost have to have that epiphany moment. Like I said, I did at Disney. I like, I finally realized because I was always smaller. I was smaller than anyone else in my family. God bless yeah. them. But it's still, you have to take your health seriously. Like, yeah, no one's coming to save you, dude. Like yeah. if you're, and here's the thing, and, and I, this sounds harsh, but I, you know, I say this uh, from a place of love, man, like, cause I needed to hear this and some people need to hear tough love. So like for the guys out there listening, like if you're 50 pounds overweight, it's your fault. Like just mm-hmm. accept that. Um, you, nobody else puts you in that position, right? Like just, you need to know from, from, someone who has been there and done that, like, just accept the blame. Like that's step number one. It's your Mm -hmm. fault. You're fat because it's your fault. And when, when you listen to that and you hear that it hurts a little bit, uh, it'll sting, but dude, you gotta, you gotta change, man. Like that. Nobody's going to do it for you. No one's coming to save you. The perfect plan, the perfect diet, the perfect workouts, not going to be landing in your inbox from, from any company anytime soon. Uh, that's, that's never going to happen. Just get out there and take massive imperfect action. And most people aren't willing to do it. It's, uh, that everybody wants the, the perfect setup, all the stars to align never happens, man. You either, you either get results or you make excuses. There's no, there's no gray area here. Uh, and when you have that mentality and you wake up every day that you want to get a little bit better that day, and I'm not telling you, you got to work out every day. I work out four times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm a very, uh, uh, moderate load workout guy these days. I have some injuries. I, I just, I'm in maintenance mode. I don't go into the gym every day trying to crush my workout. I go in mm-hmm. there to lift heavy, uh, you know, get my thing done and, and get out of there. Like I, I'm not saying that I go in and, and do, you know, a, a sissy workout by any means, but I'm not in there throwing the kind of weight I used to around and, and that's okay. I, I'm, but I'm in maintenance mode. I know what I need to maintain my health at a good level. Um, and that's what I do because it's a requirement. I, it's a non-negotiable priority in my life. And most people, uh, you know, especially guys, when, when you're, on the grind when the, when it's all about the hustle and for the, you know, for your listeners out there, the trying to crack that six figures and beyond, you know, that's, that's great. Right. But you are going to perform. It's no secret that your performance will be significantly higher, significantly better. If your health is num- number one priority, you lay that as the foundation. You can't, can't place your priorities on finances without pre- placing your priorities on health and expect that to be a sustainable solution. Like if you want to live your best life, health is number one. 
you make that your biggest priority because you can't be disciplined with that. You're not going to be disciplined with right. the money either. Right. Yep. And that's the thing. It's like, you can't, if, if you can't be disciplined enough to keep yourself in good shape, uh, you don't, there's no other priority that, that is bigger than that. And that's where people's, uh, people's mind is, is just amazing to me because how do you place anything as a bigger priority than feeling, feeling good about yourself every day from a health standpoint and from a confidence standpoint, like doesn't, how are you not at your peak shape all the time and don't want those feelings all the time? How do, mm -hmm. how do we, how do we slip as humans? How do our standards drop? Yep. Right. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. No. Well, and you know, what's funny. Cause I just thought about this. I started my fitness journey about three years ago. I've seen a significant increase of breaking that six figure mark. Once I got my health in, in place. I can't imagine. Like, 100%. Why. <laughs> yeah. like you said that and I, it clicked in my head. I'm like, Holy crap. I worked out. I got focused. I lost 30 pounds, but because I could discipline that way, that discipline flew over into everything else. So that's the key. I wanted to make sure. Dude. Yeah. You feel your best. You look your best. You're going to be mentally strong, physically strong, spiritually strong. Everything comes together when you feel your best. And mm -hmm. the only way to do that is to make your health a priority and do it on a daily basis, man. And again, I'm not my freaking logo. You, it's no secret that, that we preach the burger and beer thing because mm -hmm. the reality is, is you got to live life and you got to enjoy life too. Right. And that, I'm not telling you that you can drink a, uh, drink a beer and eat a burger every day. And everyone knows that like our, <laughs> our system is you live your life to the best, to the fullest, you work hard and you play hard. And that's uh, you do that. And, and you have that mentality. This is reality for you. And that's why mm -hmm. our guys do so well. It's like, don't put so much pressure on yourself that you got to eat perfect every time. It's not about perfection. Uh, that's where, where so many people get wrong. They feel uh, if I, if I'm not perfect with my diet for the next you know two months, then I'm just going to throw in the towel. I'm going to self-sabotage myself. Uh, so many guys out there listening right now, uh, if you're overweight and you've done this before, because I did this and, and I speak from experience on this, you go in the gym, you haven't been in the gym for a while. You go in the gym and you go hard as hell for two full weeks. Yeah. And then you quit because you went too hard because and you you're think sore, you fix yep. it overnight. Yep. Fitness is not about a torture session. It's not about torturing yourself. It's about little small doses, taking mm -hmm. those little small things that make a difference all in the, your entire life doing those on a daily basis, right? T making your health a priority, drink your water, sleep, get seven plus hours of sleep. Most nights, manage your stress. Most days, these are not, these are not, uh, you know, hard concepts to grasp. Uh, and, and so, but it's a, it's literally the micro commitment following through with the micro commitments on a day-to-day -day basis, really. And letting those compound. And I was, I, I had a, I, that, that reminds me, I had a conversation with one of our clients the other day, check this out. So he, he's uh, in a panic, right? He's like, I'm struggling, man. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. So I'm, he's gives me like three or four uh, minutes of messages inside a messenger. So I'm listening to these, letting it soak in. And this guy is so focused on the end result, right? Like we all want the 50 pounds gone. We all, we all want to feel great immediately. We all want the, the immediate gratification. And he can't understand why he can't talk himself out of a soda uh, on, on a Tuesday morning before he goes to work. And I'm like, dude, you're so focused and overwhelmed by this long-term goal, right? It's not about the long-term goal. If you want to become the man, the, the, the most optimal health, uh, you, you want your best life. You want to be in the healthiest, best shape of your life. You've got to start putting that work in today to equal that guy. So many, so mm -hmm. many guys get uh, focused on the macro, right? It's, the, it's that uh, the immediate gratification for the macro. Nobody focuses on the micro, man. If you just focus on what you have to do today, to become that guy eventually, not in six weeks, right? It's cool to set a goal. Like I want to lose 10 pounds in six weeks, right? Whatever. Mm -hmm. sure. uh, it's cool to set those goals, but you put the, you just live your best life every day and start making your health a priority on a day-to-day -day basis. And don't worry about that shit, right? Like that's yep. going to happen for you as long as you live in the moment. Uh, and, and so that concept once grasped, makes your life a lot easier. That, that thing right there immediately will eliminate stress from your life because now you don't have this pressure of this timeline. We feel this weight being, you know, pushed down on our shoulders from this imaginary timeline, this arbitrary number that we've set in our mind, which 
is just adding stress to your life. I'm not saying to not set goals, but dude, just take it one day at a time. If, if more people would, would focus on the micro, because those following through those micro commitments is what gets you to the macro, right? Yep. You're looking 100%. at the macro, the end result. I didn't get to where I am today, whether it's in business, whether it's in health, none of this by all, all in, in one week. I didn't no. gain <laughs> 60 pounds overnight. I'm not going to lose 60 pounds overnight. Right. Just know that it's a day by day thing. You put in the work, you show up every day with your health, with your business. All of these things have a compounding effect. And that's, that's it, man. Yeah. And you just gave the secret away for sales and business and everything. It's always the micro. It's always doing the things you need to do with your health, with your business, with your relationships all of that. Yep. And like you mentioned, I know we talked about this before, your wife's a lot happier when you're in shape because first, you're not a grumpy ass. Second, you're more confident and women like it to be confident. Women, if you're listening- no, Sex you life through the roof, dude. Sex like, life is through the roof no when you feel that way because it just changes your whole being like 100%. Yeah. And the thing is, man, is like when, when let, it, it's uh, it's not taboo to talk about these things as men, dude. Like sex is important, yep. right? It's this is this is not a secret for men. Like uh, and and for anybody out there, even even women, like this is an important part of life. And so many people, uh, so so many people let themselves go and don't realize, like, hey, this could be a hell of a lot better. And because it slowly got shitty over five years or however mm -hmm. long it took you to get eighty pounds overweight or whatever, right? Like. At one point in your life, your marriage was spicy. You were having sex all the time in the beginning. Like that feeling that you had then uh, can come back to you. But because it, it, it took five, seven, 10, 12, 15 years to get where it's at now, like we lose focus on this priority. Like, dude, having a great sex life is a pretty important part of my life. Mm -hmm. If I did not have that, uh, I would be a grumpier person, dude. Yep. Like talk about stress management. Um, and so- being not able, not only being able to, to perform, uh, let's that because look, when you're not in shape, that ain't happening for very long, right? Like right. you're, 100%. you ain't got much yep. in the tank. And so not just the performance, but also, like you said, the confidence, dude, when I look in the mirror, I'm a confident man. When I go out in public, I'm confident that I can protect my family. I feel like a powerful father. That is what we are trying to teach our men now is about becoming powerful father figures. Mm -hmm. I am representing that in every way in my life. And it would be dumb for me not to help other men have the feeling that I have when I'm around my family. Most men will say they feel like they can protect their family. But what if a guy came up and threatened your family and you're not in your best shape? You haven't fought since high school. You and I'm not condoning fighting, but like what you, if okay. what if what if something happened? Would you be able to protect your family? I'm not mm -hmm. talking about a gun or a weapon. Like if somebody came up and threatened your family physically, would you feel comfortable stepping up and and putting your best bet? to take down this predator, right? I, and I don't mean to sound like, you know, worst case scenario, but these are life situations, dude, yep. that, that are reality. And I wanna be able to step up and be the guy that like can, can, can feel strong in those moments. Um, if I don't feel strong and confident on a daily basis, I'm not living my best life. In order to live my best life, I have to feel my best, look my best, physically, mentally, spiritually, all of it, right? When mm -hmm. it's all in a great place, uh, I'm in a great place. And that's just it, dude. And like, that's, that's why I love life so much. And that's where people don't, you know, uh, when, when you when you run into grumpy people, they're man, like, what are you, what are you high on life? And I'm like, dude, yeah, I actually am because I love life, right? Like, life is great for me. And I and a big part of that is because of my health, right? Like, that's feeling good every day never sucks. Uh, you know, and, and I, I think you can uh, agree with that. Oh yeah, hundred percent, and it just changes the whole dynamic. Like even thinking about what you just said there, three, four years ago when I was overweight, I probably wouldn't have been able to do as much. Now I have a heavy bag I do stuff with. I went and did well, you know, our friend Jonathan. I went and tried jujitsu. I sucked at it. They kicked my butt, but it was fun. But just having the ability to physically be able to even try and do things now, yeah. Which I think now, is here's key. the thing, and here's the thing. It's like. Like going back to, you know, going back to figuring out what works best for you. Let's let's go there for a minute with the workout piece, because you talk about jujitsu, ju ju you talk about some of this. you got to find what works best for you. Like Jonathan loves that. Right. Like that's his thing. Uh, he he leverages that for his fitness, part of his fitness. you got to find what works best for you. For me, I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to sit here and tell anybody that 
number one, I don't have some injuries. Like I, I do have some places on my body that hurt quite regularly. I got a little back that's flaring up right now. Um, I go and get massages every two weeks to help mm-hmm. this, this situation. Um, I've got a forearm that I'm, that I've been nursing for over a year now. And so I'm not saying I'm without injuries. This is the, the, the weightlifting lifestyle that yep. I live, but it, it's not worth the risk of not doing this. So injury comes along with this. I cannot tell you that I could uh, go out and run five miles right now, nonstop. Like I would not lie to you and say that I could do that. I am not in that kind of uh, cardio shape. Could I get on the, on the, on a bike in the gym right now and crush a 20 minute hit session? Absolutely. That's Mm -hmm. what works for me. That's what maintains my body. That's what maintains my six pack and my physique. That is not why I do that. However, the fact that I do that and it looks like that is an inspiration to keep doing that, right? Mm -hmm. I do that because I want to feel my best. So my workout combination is what makes me feel my best. Um, Will I go out and do some sprints? Sure. Could I go out and run probably three miles nonstop? Probably not, dude. I'm not an endurance runner. And so um, I could not go out and compete in CrossFit. I don't know the moves. It would, it would mess me up something good. And I hurt my back even more. I know my limitations. uh, And I, and I, I stay physically fit within those limitations, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's about it's about self awareness and it's about situational awareness. Uh, I would not go into a uh, into a CrossFit box and sign up for one of those and, and go try to do a CrossFit session. That's not who I am. It's not that's not in my interest. I don't want to go hurt myself. Uh, I would not go you know do certain things because they're not they're they're not in my limitations. Like I I stay fit for me because I love life, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm not saying to not challenge yourself. Like my son's been talking about rock climbing. Like I would go love to go. I've, I've been looking up rock climbing places so we can go and do some rock climbing. I love to do that with them. But mm-hmm. like trying stuff like that's one thing. But like don't go out and and don't be the the guy that's 80 pounds overweight and go into the gym week one and try to crush you know 15 exercises. And then go spend an hour doing cardio and, you know, waste your time doing that because all you're going to do is throw in the towel. And that's where so many people go wrong. Like you try to go at it so hard in the beginning, man. It's fitness is one piece of the puzzle. That's what we tell all of our guys. Like, you know, you, we have this mentality. We want to work, uh, make up for lost time, right? Like you, you get in there and you're like, man, like I, I feel shitty. I'm 30 pounds overweight. I got to lose it. This workout, I got to get it gone. Yeah. This workout, like, I'm not saying not to work out hard, but don't go in there and kill yourself because you're not going to sustain that, right? Mm -hmm. Just realize fitness is just one piece of the puzzle. You just got to put your reps in for that day, right? Nutrition, sleep, stress management. That's it, man. Like if if more guys would just focus on those four pillars, uh, life would change, but we Mm -hmm. want the sexy. Yeah, everybody wants the, the, the flashy six weeks to six pack abs, uh, keto, this, you know, whole 30, that not saying to not try those things. Like I've tried some keto meals and I did keto for a little while or a version of keto, uh, and it'll work, but dude, can you live like that? Can you tell, look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm never going to eat carbs again. Like, come on. No, I'm eating carbs today. <laughs> and I, uh, let's, let's just take last night, for example. So I took my son, uh, we did a little, uh, little uh, patio time before I went and picked up my one-year-old yesterday. So I went and had a beer and we ordered a couple appetizers. So mm-hmm. the appetizers were, um, one of them was bread. And then one of them was meatballs with bread. Okay. No, a yep. bunch of carbs uh, and then had the beer. Uh, and then we didn't eat all of that. I took some home to the, to the wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, dude, I went and, and got like 10 tacos for me and my wife. Um, I ended up, she, she told me uh, this morning that she only ate two of the tacos. The tacos were gone. I ate eight tacos last night. So this is like, you know, you, you have to live life, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's this mentality that it's gotta be fixed though. Like it's not all perfect. You know, uh, I'm, I got to throw in the towel. Uh, it's just not it, man. Life is too fun to have this, this overwhelming and frustrating view on, on health, mm-hmm. uh, health, health maintenance can be made fun. You can make fitness fun. And that's what people if more people realized that and, and looked at it like that and embraced it, but that's a growth mindset. So many people have the fixed mindset. Like I'm just meant to be overweight. Uh, I've been fat my whole life. So this is how I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is one that really pisses me off, dude. I'll tell you, I, we talk, I talk to a lot of men, right? Uh, mm-hmm. If I'll get, a, if I have a prospect on the phone, I'm like, how much, how much do you want to weigh or, or how, what's your goal weight? Uh, my, my goal weight is 200. All right. Well, how much are you now? Well, I'm 280. I'm like, all right, well, how tall are you? I'm five, six. I'm like, dude, at five, six, 
you would still be morbidly obese at 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you only want to lay 200? Like, why are you lying to yourself, telling yourself that you don't need to go below that? Why is, why is average good enough for you? Because if you set the bar high in the beginning, you're like, you know what? I know where I need to be. Why would I, why would I give myself a comfort zone? Why, why wouldn't I just not come in with, with flames throwing dude and say, I'm going to 160, right. Or, mm-hmm. or one, you know, 165 or wherever whatever that healthy yeah, yeah. weight would mm-hmm. be right. Wherever that number lands. Uh, why am I, why am I only aiming for 200? That's going to still keep me morbidly obese. And I, I think we've just lost standards as a society, man. And, and I think, um, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of reasons for this. Uh, but dude, it, we're, we're not, this is not getting better anytime soon because big pharma is going to continue to push the, the meds. Mm-hmm. Um, people think that taking medications, uh, I've heard people, I've heard guys tell me that, well, um, do you have high blood pressure? They'll say, no, I'm like, okay, well, are you on high blood pressure medication? Well, yeah. Well, then you have high blood pressure. No, I have, I'm on medication. Do you have high cholesterol? No. Are you on cholesterol medication? Yeah. Well, then sounds like you have high cholesterol, right? And so it's this mentality that that medications just fix it, right? Mm -hmm. Medications are freaking Band-Aid, dude. Like that's that's it. Yeah, addressing the root cause. More people, more people need to look at that, man. And and it's just it's so sad that we have this uh, this Band-Aid medication uh, mentality, right? It's like I'm just gonna throw throw a little quick fix at it. You you address the root cause, your life changes. You don't, Mm -hmm. nothing changes, and you're gonna continue to get sicker and sicker and sicker. Yeah, and all the band-aid does is cover the wound. It doesn't heal it. It doesn't fix it at all. No, yeah, you, you brought up a lot of really good points. I'm going to make sure people caught it. So fitness is a lifestyle choice that you make small movements each day to get better, but you still enjoy life. Medication is a band-aid. If you don't hit the root of it, you're just going to be just having a band-aid and it's going to fester and get worse. And you want to live your best life. You, you mentioned something else. You went and hung out with your son. And all, and a lot of guys are too tired to go do that. Like, too tired to go dude. maybe go play catch or do stuff with it. Man, I would hate that. I would hate myself if I couldn't do that with my kids. Imagine going to work all day, coming home, and being zonked out on the couch. And your wife calls you for dinner. You go go to dinner, and then you come back to the couch. You're zonked out on the couch again after dinner, and your family's in there. Maybe they're watching a little TV, or maybe they're talking or whatever. And that is what you, that's is what you call family time. That's, that's how you're spending family time. Imagine living like that, or you come home and you're zonked out and your, your kid wants to go around and, and go out and throw the baseball or the football, like you said, throw the, throw the ball around. Mm-hmm. And you literally have to say no, because you're too fat and out of shape to go, you, you've no energy because the day your, your eight hour workday, really you got four hours yeah. of production in that eight hour workday, it zapped you like, what a piss poor excuse of a life that is. You're not raising your kids. Mm-hmm. You're coasting through life with your kids. Like, how are you, how are you able to become, you know, how are you able to be the father figure, the leader of your family, if you're not able to be disciplined enough to take care of your health? It's not, yeah. it's not an excusable lifestyle, man. And it, it pains me that guys get in this, get trapped in this, like, you know, this, this search for like, how, 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 do, how did you lose the weight? I see it over in the free group all the time. How did you lose the weight? Well, how did you lose the weight? Dude, the, the information is there. We don't lack for information. We lack for application. There's no secret on how to lose weight, dude. It's calories in and calories out. Are there strategies that work really, really good? Do I feel like our strategy works really, really good? Absolutely. It allows you to eat burgers and drink beer and mm-hmm. still have a, a, a very fit physique. It allows you to have high energy throughout the day. It's about prioritizing the proper nutrients. This is not a secret. We're, we try to reinvent the wheel. Like, why are we trying to, 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 to fix something that, that isn't broken? Dude, there's no secret on how to lose weight. People are just lazy. They, mm-hmm. want the, they want the quick fix. The quick fix is not there. And until you realize that, you're going to continue to spin your wheels. Once you accept that, once you truly realize at the end of the day, that it is about hard work. It is not about a cleanse. It is not about a body wrap. It is not about uh, a detox. It is not about a fad diet. It is about you focusing on proper nutrients, eating less than you need each day to, (laughs) it's, it's not hard, man. Like I, I just, it's, it's one of those most baffling things. And until you realize it as a, 
as an individual that wants to get better, like once you accept that, right, I want to get better and I don't want to make excuses anymore. And you truly realize that, you know what, it just comes down to hard work. I've got to, I've got to get up every day and I've got to do something active. I've got to get up every day. I've got to drink a gallon of water. I'm, my mm-hmm. piss needs to be clear all day long. Yep. I got to get up every day. I got to focus on eating the right foods, making sure that I'm getting lean proteins, get, making sure that I'm getting some good healthy fats and making sure that I'm eating the right types of carbs and not loading up on a bunch of crap and sugar yep. in the morning. It's not rocket science, man. We don't lack for information, dude. We lack for application. So many people want the, the quick fix. We live in an immediate gratification society, bro. Like look at every single corner. Yes. There's a fast food restaurant. I can order groceries on Amazon right now. I can go down and pick a movie on Netflix and go watch it right now. Whatever I want right there on my phone. Boom, boom, boom. Doesn't work like that with health. Mm-hmm. And once you realize that and you embrace it, you embrace health and fitness as a journey, and not a short-term fix, we all get fixated on that goal. I want to lose 50 pounds. When you stop thinking about that, and again, start thinking about the long-term journey, dude, life is life just gets so much easier. Yep. Not easier, so, so much simpler, right? It's never easy. Life is never easy. That's what people realize. The fit life is hard and the fat life is hard. I've mm-hmm. lived both, right? Yep. Life is hard no matter what. You've lived both. Uh, if you're fat, life is hard. And there's some shitty things that come along with being fat. If you're fit, life is hard. You're still going to have some shitty things happen, but at least it's not because you're fat, out of shape, no energy, low libido, no confidence, all the stuff that comes along with it. Yeah, and because you get to do so much more and experience so much more, even when you go places. Because, like, just thinking about this, when we went to Disney, you've heard that story, I was miserable, hating it, wasn't great. When we got, we went to Hawaii twice since it. And dude, I was in the water body surfing. We went yeah, you know how much better hike. of a time you had? I mean, oh my gosh, night and day. I, I went on a two mile hike, which I would not have been able to do before. Carrying a backpack, jumped in a waterfall with my wife. She was having a great time. My eight year or my six year old went with us. She did the hike. And I, that experience would have been miserable for me if I hadn't been doing most of the time consistently having, you know, my food and all that in place. When I was in Hawaii, I drank, I ate crazy food, I did all that stuff, but I had put the You deserve to, man. That's why you're there. That's why you're there. But you don't do that all the time. You put the work in in between so that you can do that. And that's the mentality. And and again, uh, you know, here's the thing. Let's let's not kid ourselves. At the end of the day, it is it is people that lie to themselves and don't accept the fact that life is hard. Because once you realize that, right, like no matter what area of life we're talking about, health, business, relationships, spiritual health, it does not matter what side of life we're talking about. It is hard to always be continuing to grow and get better in that area. If you want stagnant, shitty relationships, have a fixed mindset when it comes to your relationship. Don't look for new things to cause sparks in the bedroom. Don't look for ways to continue to grow your bond and your build, your, your friendship with your wife. Don't look for ways to do things for her, to make her happy, to be married to you. You know, if, if that's you, uh, I got nothing for you, right? Yeah. Like that's not the way that you would do your relationship. Same thing goes with business, dude. If you want to grow in business and you want to get good in business, I'm still learning a shit ton about business, dude. Like I went from flat ass broke. I remember my very first sale for 1500 bucks. I closed this guy for three months for 1500 bucks, dude. And I jumped out of my desk, out of my office. And I went and I did a somersault into our game room with my wife was sitting out there. Uh, It was the happiest day in business, dude, because it was my very first sale. And now looking where we're at, like where we're at as a company, what, you know, what we're, what's coming up next for us. Our first retreat is in October. Like I was telling you, dude, like shit is popping for us, man. It's fun. It's, it's uh, good times and happy times. I get to make an impact on somebody else's family with my, or other people's families with my business partner, our employees, like shit's cool. Right. And so um, it's, but it's me working on that every single day. Same holds true with health. 
right? And so if you're successful in your career, you have great relationships, maybe you have a great spiritual, I, I didn't talk about that one. If you want a good relationship with your higher power, whether that, you know, wh whatever God that is for you, like I have a very strong relationship with God. Could it be stronger? Absolutely. I never would never tell you that because I'm always looking for areas to grow or I'm always looking to grow in all areas of life. And it, it, you're doing yourself a disservice by not having that type of outlook on life. If you don't have that outlook, dude, you, you're just, you're coasting in life, right? Mm -hmm. Why not try to get better in all areas, right? And so if you want to get better in your finances, you got to get better with health, right? They yep. all go together. The better you are in each category, the better it's going to be. And you could probably back me on this one as well. You make your health a priority, number one, right? Then you're able to serve your family better. You're able to have more energy mm -hmm. for your wife. You're able to have more energy for your career, your work, everything. Health is at your core. Then after health, if you have good relationships, if you have good structure in your family, you have everything, like there's not a whole, you know, arguments are good. I'm not mm -hmm. going to deny that. But say say most times you and your wife are on the same page, like your family unit is strong, right? Like you're the leader of the family. Your kids look up to you. You guys know you have an active lifestyle. You know, you eat healthy. Everybody feels good because they're, you know, because they're on the same page, a good, strong family unit. Then mm -hmm. you have those two things in check, dude. Your career, your business, whether it's a sales role, whether it's your business, whether you're a you know a corporate level worker, no matter who you are, will then be able to explode beyond all yes. doubt, man. Because you know you have you have strong relationships. You can add network and brotherhood into that as well, right? Like if your relationships, your network is good. You say your network is your net worth, right? Yep. Your network is good. Your family's strong. You have strong friendships, strong relationships. You keep the negative people out of your life. It gives you the ability to then really focus on career because those those core foundational pieces of human nature, health and relationships are what are going to propel you beyond anything financial. And so mm -hmm. if you start with health and, and have it in that order, uh, dude, the sky's the limit for you. And if, mo if yeah. more people realize that more people would, would become more successful. Well, and it's totally true in my life. Like literally three years ago, when I got my health right, my sales role started to get to be really good, which led me to doing now I do some sales coaching. I've started a podcast. I have so much more energy. Three years ago, I wouldn't be doing any of this. Yeah. Three no, years ago, I, I would have been coming sure. home sitting on the couch a little bit. I'd move a little bit. I'd go throw around with the sun or something, but it'd be like 15, 20 minutes. Now it's done. Now I could go out there for an hour or two if you wanted and, you know, just engage and, and, and do because I have the energy to do it. Yeah, no doubt, man. I so love it, man. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about this retreat you have coming up. Cause I'm sure there's some people yeah. on here. And again, I highly recommend Jason and his team. I've worked with them for two and a half years I know their program. Their program is spot on. And like you said, you can have pizza and beer on the weekend. Uh, he shows you how to do it. But tell us a little bit about this retreat coming up. And then also, and we're not done yet, but let people know where they can find you as well. I never do that at the end because, you know, sometimes people fall off. So I like to do it a little bit in the middle. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, first of all, um, if you want more about us, just you can get, get my uh, Instagrams at dadbothealth. Go to at dadbothealth Instagram. Uh, if you look at my profile, you'll see the live streams, our podcast, you'll see a lot of that that we do over in our free group. And then if you tap the link in my profile, uh, you can come join our free group and you'll see what we're all about, dude. Like it's, uh, it's a pretty, you're, you're in there, you know, you know what we're all about. Anyway, so that's probably the best place to find, find uh, what we're doing right now, because we were actually going through a rebrand and I'm not going to let the full cat out of the bag because nobody knows other than my business partner, but we are going through a rebrand um, and not changing dad bought health logo or anything like that. But our program is about to go in a really uh, a unique direction and really the, the teaching points of what we're going to be helping men with. Uh, it's going to, it's going to help us grow. Um, my, myself and my business partner are going to be doing some things that that's real life teaching that, uh, that's going to make us a little bit uncomfortable as well, because it's real life, deep shit that, that men deal with. Um, and so it's more of a, it's more of a men's mentorship, man, like really having health at the core and really kind of how I explained it, dude, help having health and strengthening your family, becoming the, a leader of your family in every aspect, because the reality is, the healthier you are, the better your performance is going to be in all areas. And so uh, we feel very strongly about the way that we're going. Um, and, and so retreat number one is October 14th through the 17th. And uh, right now we've got about 15 guys that are flying in. 
uh, from around the country. Uh, it's going to be at Canyon Lake and uh, out near uh, Austin and, and San Antonio, Texas. Uh, and we're going to do some really amazing stuff with these guys. It's going to be a more of a transformational experience than anything. We are going to get a little, we are going to do some, some fun stuff. Got a little Olympics plan. Uh, going to get a little bit of, uh, some, some adult beverages in the evening. I think we've got mm -hmm. some campfire, uh, campfire, maybe some boating plans. So it's going to be fun, uh, fun time. Uh, but it's really goal. Number one is, is to make it a transformational experience. So, uh, I'll, we, we've really already kind of talked about this. So I'll just tell you this is we are going to be doing more retreats moving forward. Um, this is uh, going to be part of our business plan moving forward. And so uh, the goal is to do three of them a year. Mm -hmm. um, and we've all, we've actually got a couple of the locations that we might be able to utilize. So we're very excited about uh, the, the direction that we're going with our company now, man, because dude, you're about to see uh, you're about to see a whole different kind of look with our messaging, marketing, advertising. It's all, it's going to be fun, man. So we're pumped. No, I'm excited for you guys. Cause like I said, I've been following you all for a while. I'm super excited. And I love that whole, I went to my first mastermind retreat type of thing in May. It was more of a sales focused one, but I, especially with guys, I think it's huge. It's going to be awesome, dude. Bonding. Guys don't have outlets, dude. No, we're, we don't like, you know, the, the alpha male is being phased out of society. It's this toxic masculinity bullshit that, uh, you know, that, that people talk about. There's, this is not toxic. The only toxic masculinity uh, is if you're an asshole, right? Yep. Like you're, you're either that, that, that there's masculinity doesn't need to be attached to that word because a masculine man, an alpha male leads, leads by example for his family, takes mm -hmm. care of his family is a provider. Like that's an alpha male. Yep. An alpha male is not somebody who's raw, raw in your face. And like, uh, and is a dick, like, you know, and, and some people take it to an extreme, dude, I'm talking about being a man and do it and, and, and being, and, and living life, uh, living your best life as the leader of your family, right? It's mm -hmm. not about, um, you know, th this, this toxic masculinity nonsense. It, it just, it behooves me, man. And so, uh, look, we're, we're all about making, helping men make a better life for themselves. And so what we're really, our focus is a lot of mindset stuff. Look, these guys are not, you know, our, our, most of our audience, these guys are not coming in like already fit and really ready to do some Navy SEAL stuff. That's not right. what we're doing. Um, we're going to be doing some deep mindset stuff. We've got some really cool mindset exercises we're doing with them. Um, and so it's going to be like, they're, they're in for a treat, man. And so this is, uh, this is part of our business model moving forward. We're hoping to do three a year, like I said, and, uh, I'm pumped, dude, we're, um, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna love the new messaging, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about it. So yeah, no, we've been I'm working, excited. uh, we've been working hard behind the scenes on this thing. Just it's really Joe, I, I, I can't even describe it any other than it's, it's literally brand, building out a brand new business because it's completely different from what we're, what we're doing now. Like the whole, the business model, the time frame, uh, pricing, everything has changed. We moved up, we've moved over, uh, platforms. Uh, so we're, we're pumped, man. No, that's good. No, I'm looking forward to seeing it go. Um, I know this first one, I won't be able to make it to, but I will probably try and come to one for sure. Cause I love yeah, that type of stuff. I, yeah. I'm definitely all into that. Um, and yeah, and I agree with you. Alpha male is not a bad thing. And oh, toxic masculinity is a made up word by little betas that don't want to. Yeah, the soy boy stuff. culture right now, man. It's yeah. the soy boys. Yeah, I don't, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> no, mean, man. And like, it, it's so, look, it, being a man is not, does not mean being a dick. Being a no. man is, is being respectful, dude. Like, and here, we talked about this a lot uh, in, in our last live stream. And I'll just throw this out there. I think this is valuable for a lot of people. is because look, you know, when you, when you want to become a better person, when you, when you want to become a better man, making your health a priority is, is, is important, right? Like that's, mm -hmm. if you can't take care of yourself, you're not disciplined enough to take care of yourself. You're not showing the world a whole lot. Let's that's, that's no secret, right? Like the, the person who's morbidly obese is, is telling you something. They've got some deep rooted issues and I'm, I don't have a problem with it. You need to be working on it. That's what I have a problem with. Like start working on yourself. Like there's no excuse to stay like that, right? You can't change what's happened in the past, but you, you can do everything possible to start living a better life and a healthier life. All right. So that's no secret, but here's the thing is like, we're, we live in a society today where people can't even put up their own damn grocery cart, dude. People can't clean their own piss off the toilet seat. People can't pick up stuff after themselves. We've got masks all over the parking lot. Like this is a disgusting society. And if you can't even do the, some of the most basic standards as a human being, 
well, then you, you, you're not showing me that you probably do much for your health either. Like that's just disgusting behavior. And mm-hmm. so uh, being a man is, is not doing that kind of stuff. Being a man is having standards and, and showing your children to the, the best way to be a positive contributor to society, right? Like mm-hmm. don't be a waste of space. Don't be, don't be that guy. And, and that's really uh, where we're going with this man is like, we want to help these guys really become strong leaders of their family, become powerful father figures um, and, and lead by example for their kids and, and make sure that their kids are getting this message at a young age, man. Like I'm having that with my son right now, tell, tell, uh, talking about the pee on the toilet seat. Um, you know, it's not, this is not a, uh, this is not a joke, dude. Like he's six years old. Like, Mm -hmm. dude, you either pick up the toilet seat or you get toilet paper and you wipe the piss off the toilet seat. There is no pissing and leaving the bathroom and not doing something about that. That's not acceptable. That would be like me when I, you know, throwing Q-tips into the trash can, one of them falls on the floor and I just leave it for the housekeeper that's coming in a week and a half, not acceptable, man. So that's some of the basic standards of being a man, being a good man, a good person. Uh, and, and some people just don't get it, man. It's about the little things in life. No, I love that. I like men are supposed to protect, direct and correct in, in like in an overall role, not like in yeah. a negative way, but that's, that's kind of how we function. You know, we need no to train doubt, our man. young men how to become men. That's and it. I think that's been the biggest issue in society. If you want to go on a little tangent there that we've had to face, it's men don't know how to be men because they've grown up with either not participation trophies or participation trophies or yeah let's get okay. seventh place a trophy dude yeah. you're seventh place you didn't win shit like no you, you didn't literally i mean you look uh they were doing that stuff at my at my kids and my kids little soccer thing that he did and i'm like no dude look here's the thing this is not you can keep this because it's your first little event but i want you to know like this is not something that i'm going to support moving forward if you if you play sports mm-hmm. um right now he's in karate and then we're going to start him in basketball so we'll we'll see oh, where so- it goes but i'm not that's not okay and so you need to know that if you didn't if you didn't finish first or second or third if it's the league thing right like yeah. those are the trophies you don't get it beyond that and mm-hmm. so no I, I can't with that crap um and that is it that's exactly where the trickle down effect has started. It's that mentality. Uh, you didn't win anything. If you want to win at life, you need to have a winning mentality. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. being a dick. It means being a man and having high expectations of yourself and holding yourself to a high standard. If you have that mentality in life, you will win. As your father, I'm going to instill that mentality in you, or I will pound that into your head until you finally get it so that you can also win. I haven't always gotten that. I am not sitting up here on my pedestal saying that I've always had this, uh, this, this understanding of how life works. But mm-hmm. when I figured it out, I figured it out. And now I would be doing my, my family a disservice to not instill those behaviors in my son or not do everything that I, in my power to instill those behaviors in my son. And that's it. I have no, uh, no other, uh, there's no wiggle room here. This is a mm-hmm. non-negotiable priority for me to try to teach him how to win. That's it. Yeah. No, no, I'm with you 100%. I am. Like when my son played baseball, they got second place one time. And then the next time they didn't, I think they got like fifth or sixth in the league. They didn't get anything. He was a little bit bummed, but he understood, hey, yeah. this is how real life works. And how do you know what real success is if everyone gets a participation trophy? You don't. You don't. You no and you're not going to win in life in that. That's because th- those are those people right now that are that are screaming about minimum wage. Uh, because they don't want to go do something better with themselves. Right. And I'm not talking about the people who, who are, you know, super uneducated and like, that's the best thing they can do. I'm talking about people out there who could do a lot better for themselves Mm -hmm. that are just accepting a job and coasting in life. That's not the mentality to have. That is not a winning mentality. I'm not telling you that we don't need gas station workers. We do. And some people, that's what they're cut out to do. Some people are just gas station workers. Okay. My son is going to want to aspire to be more than a gas station worker. We need those kind of people. I am not raising a gas station worker. That is not how I'm looking at it. And I have no problem with gas station workers. I'm just using an example, right? The reality is, is we need those people in society. I am doing everything in my power to raise my son way far beyond that because I am a late blooming entrepreneur. I did not figure this journey out until I was 38 years old and quit corporate America. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am now almost 42 years old. 
I would love for my son to figure it out in his mid twenties instead of in his late thirties, that will give him a giant step, a giant. And I'm not telling saying he has to start a business. I'm telling him to figure out his purpose, right? I'm living my purpose and my passion. When you figure out your purpose and passion and you accept that life is hard, health is hard. Business is hard. Your relationships are hard. Spiritual health is hard. We went over all this. It's Mm -hmm. all hard. When you accept that, and you're living your purpose, you can live your best life. And that's yep. it. Yep. I'm doing that. It's funny, again, because you said that, because I'm a little bit older than you, and my son is 16, and I've been walking him through those same type of stuff, except for that he is very good with his hands and stuff, and then somebody's been working for an electrical company, and he's getting set up to become an electrician because he loves that. But that's cool, it's man. positioned him that's way good money too. Yeah, that's it's good money. crazy good money, but it's positioned him way earlier than me, getting out of high school, getting a job, then maybe going to college and then falling into sales. And no, dude. you know where I am now, he actually is having he a can hit that trade path. school running, yeah. dude. That's yeah. great. Yep. And it's oh, what he would love that. to do. I would hate doing it. Cause I'm not a hand, like putting my hands doing type of guy, but he loves that stuff. I tell you what, man, if, uh, if that's the direction he takes with his life, that feels pretty good as a dad, man, to know that mm-hmm. he, he has a good chance to win big early in life, dude. Like really, because he, if, if he's smart, he can set himself up really good, learn the trade and then start his own company, dude, and yep. just crush it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, good for you to, it's, it's not common for somebody his age to already have some kind of direction on where they want to go with that. And so uh, that's that must feel good for you. Yeah, yeah, it worked out. And you mentioned networking connection. My wife used to work for them before we had our youngest, and so we had the connection there. And she was uh, saying, "Hey, he wants a summer job. Will you take him on?" And then they kind of came out and did stuff with him and showed him stuff. And he was a warehouse boy for two years. This is the second year, but now they're having him buy tools and just seeing if he's willing to, you know, do stuff with it. And he's stepping up, which is great. That's cool. So yeah, I love it. Love that man. Um, any parting words for our guests that are our guests? Wow. For the podcast listeners, I guess they're our guests. <laughs> <laughs> Your audience. Uh, you know, I, I, I think I dropped it all out there, man. Like the reality is it, it's, it's results or excuses. That's it. You know, and, and when it comes to health, um, you know, here, if you need help, come find me. You know, that's it. If you need help, come find me. If you don't take massive action and start working, like you, you're not going to live your best life until you make your health a priority. Again, we, we, we just covered this, but I couldn't, I, I can't put it any, any simpler. Like if you don't know where to start, if you're, if you're one of those guys, like, man, I do want to look, I know, I believe this. I believe you, Jason. I, I, I realize that, but I don't even know where to start. Well, then come join the free group. Go, yep. go to at dadbod health on Instagram. Go click that link in my bio and come join the free group. If you do that, come soak up some of the knowledge. Go watch some of the videos in the guide section. We cover it all. We lay it all out for you. We make it very, very simple for you. We give value away at a high level every week in that free group. Our clients pay a lot of money to hang out with us and have us help them you know, navigate this process and become better men, become better leaders, become better fathers. So it's not just all about health, but health is at our core, right? If you make health at your core, come join the free group, soak up that knowledge and start taking massive action. That's it. Like you, you, it's all, again, the information is out there. We don't lack for information. We lack for application. If you accept that and start taking action today, you can live your best life starting tomorrow because you're already going to start feeling good, right? Yeah, no, I'm with you. And, and again, I just want to reiterate, I've worked with Jason for a couple of years now. His stuff works. It, it's consistent. It's perfect. You should check it out. Thanks again for being on the podcast, man. I really appreciate yeah, you it. you got it, man. Anytime, anytime. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, hope, hopefully your listeners got some value today, man. I know we went for, for quite a while, but hopefully we, we hit on some stuff that, that'll make them think a little bit, man. That's all I try to do when I come on, dude. Just make you think a little bit. If I could add value to your life, for even one second today, I'm glad I was able to do so. Yeah, no, man, I appreciate that. And I know they did. Like health is so important in anyone's life, especially business and entrepreneurs. So thank you again. And thank you all for listening to 150K Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Joe Graham, where we help you take uh, your dreams to six figures and beyond. And until next time, application matters. <laughs>